Episode 1 from the heart of North Tulsa to Midtown Tulsa. Today Pace Tulsa Network is talking about a typical Aero 700 BRT bus experience Pace Tulsa Network. On December 12, 2022, PTN traveled on the 700 BRT to ask riders about their experiences using the MTTA 700 BRT. We were interested in finding out about the benefits or drawbacks to using the public transportation system in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Urban Living in Tulsa, Oklahoma From first-hand experience, growing up in the city of Tulsa, makes you different. There's also a pocket of cultural diversity in the city of Tulsa, which is inclusive of both domestic and foreign national enterprises. From local commerce to interstate transport there seems to be people of all races and colors doing business in the city of Tulsa. Culture, Art, History There is a rich oil history in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The list of places we compiled include, Philbrook Museum of Art, Gilcrease Museum, Gilcrease Museum houses the largest collection of artworks and artifacts from the American West, as well as Central and South America, Woody Guthrie Center, Woody's Folk Music Centers on Diversity, Equality, and Social Justice, and his songs were written and released in the 1940s. Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame, 1988 is an organization that honors the state's jazz, blues, and gospel musicians, the Sherwin Miller Museum of Jewish Art, the Tulsa Historical Society and Museum and the Greenwood Rising. The Sights and Sounds of Tulsa You can see a lot of Native American influences in the architecture. In John Hope Franklin's Reconciliation Park, you can learn about the sufferings of both Native Americans and African Americans due to colonization, slavery, and racism. Tulsa City Hall and our leadership is fairly modern and eclectic. Tulsa Performing Arts Center, venues stages for over 500 events yearly, from ballet, Broadway shows, and comedies to concerts and operas, Tulsa Air and Space Museum and Planetarium, celebrates and preserves Oklahoma's rich history in aviation, extending its mission to the education of the youth about real-world applications of science. Oklahoma Aquarium is a 72,000-square-foot aquarium famous for having the largest exhibit of bull sharks in the United States. Photography of Tulsa There are a lot of photography groups where novice and seasoned professionals can get involved in creative exploration in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Some really interesting places to visit are, Centennial Land Run Monument, Texola Ghost Town, Talimina Scenic Drive, Tallgrass Prairie Preserve, Natural Falls Waterfall, Shattuck Windmill Museum, Fisher, Oklahoma, Birth of a Ghost Town, Sequoia National Wildlife Refuge, Urban Music of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Some people say the birthplace of the Tulsa sound comes from artists like, X. Leon Russell, Eric Clapton, Bob Seeger. We are expecting listeners to hear PTN explain situations, conversations and opinions, responding to passengers' point of view. PTN has surveyed a multivariant mix of individuals during our short trips from the heart of North Tulsa to Midtown Tulsa, Oklahoma and back. Now it is time for people to be able to listen in on these cavernous regions of explicit but yet not so explicit secret converts lifestyles. Here are some interesting word count statistics about this podcast. This podcast has 2,371 words, 81 sentences, 9 minutes and 29 seconds of reading time, 18 minutes and 14 seconds of listening time. On the morning of December 12, 2022 at 10 a.m. I walked to the local Superstop convenience store across the street from McLean High School on 49th and Peoria Avenue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was going south to the Brookside Library on 43rd South Peoria Avenue. I use the Metropolitan Tulsa Transit Authority Public Transit to travel. There are three different bus routes from this point of town that travel downtown to the Denver Avenue hub where travelers can transfer to South Bus Lines to commute to the Brookside area where the Brookside Library is located.
One particular route the Bus Rapid Transit Route 700 Aero is an express plan travel route that more directly travels to the South Tulsa area instead of 230 to 45 minute commute so it only takes 115 to 20 minute commute one way. When I arrived at the bus stop I waited about 10 minutes before the next 700 South bus route showed up then I met respondent number one an African American middle age retired service member waiting with me for the bus to show up. While he was talking about his day he mentioned that he enjoyed taking the 700 BRT because he can get to destinations more rapidly but he also said that sometimes the route does not cover enough of the North or South Tulsa destination so often he is left to wait a lot longer for the bus to arrive. If he doesn't get to ride on the 700 BRT to board the bus for a one-way one transfer travel fare it costs $1.75 for regular passenger fare but for disabled passengers it's half price and special exception passengers get discounted prices as well. I chose to purchase a 7-day pass for unlimited number of trips which cost $14 the other ticket available is a 30-day pass for unlimited trips for $45. Once we boarded and see it we began to pick up other travelers from several bus stops the cabin of the bus started filling up fast. The day was cold cloudy and misty luckily almost all of the redesigned BRT 700 bus stops have gazebo style coverings with digital ETA display message boards emergency call buttons and concrete benches for mass seating that's also covered with wood panels. For the most part passengers can wait underneath these partial coverings free from rain snow and wind. When the bus ride at 41st and Peoria about two blocks from Brookside Library I pulled the stop cord to signal the bus driver to stop at the next bus stop. As I was exiting the bus I noticed a message for it which posted scheduling purchase booklets coordinated meetings in public event posts related to passenger and transportation events also there was an open Wi-Fi symbol and discount opportunities using mobile applications and other traveler features. At the crosswalk intersection of 41st and Peoria in South Harbor there are Hawk ATS modernized treatments and both clear reflective traffic markings and songs in addition to Hawk ATS treatments. At the South 41st and Peoria intersection there are bicycle and pedestrian past indicating enhanced walkability. I waited patiently on pedestrian crossing signals and double-check motor driver behaviors to ensure my safe passage across the street as well as two blocks out to Brookside Library at 42nd and South Peoria after an hour's visit to the library. At the 43rd Street protected and marked perdition crossing to the North 700 BRT bus stop for my trip back home this time I waited half of the time it only took 5 minutes for the next 700 BRT to arrive. However, there were two buses headed north with the same route number BRT 700 Marquis illuminated. It appeared the first bus was taken out of service because of mechanical problems requiring all of the passengers from the first bus in front to offload and take the second bus in the back. The offloaded passengers were not recharged for another trip however they were required to verify with an onboarding ticket validated that the fare they paid on the first bus has been paid previously. Once we all boarded the northbound BRT 700 bus I was able to ask four passengers seated close to me about the experience they were having while riding the 700 BRT. The second of the five respondents said I was riding the 117 bus route in another part of town when a bus driver showed up late to pick me up and just kept driving without stopping. She said she was taking her child to daycare and had been waiting a while so she never expected to be left behind. She explained this has to stop because bus drivers passing up passengers waiting on the bus at designated bus stops causes big problems for passengers. She went on to say that she likes the rapid BRT 700 route however she doesn't like the complaint process if a rider feels cheated or mistreated by a bus driver. She said I work hard for my money and I expect fairness. Respondent number 3 was a young woman maybe in her early 20s she had long black curly hair she wore glasses you could tell she was a younger female by her expressions and her emotions and the way she was talking to her friend next to her an older middle-aged female. 
She says she was a student at Tulsa Community College and by this time it was around 1 o'clock and she was trying to get to downtown close to the college so that she can make it to class. She commented that she likes the 700 BRT however she has noticed significant delays or non-scheduled routes double buses and out-of-service buses or training buses passing her and other passengers at bus stops the bus drivers don't stop to pick up the passengers who have been patiently waiting on drivers to arrive. She said too bad it's only one 700 BRT north-south route and why don't MTTA have an east-west BRT? Respondent number 4 was a middle male he had black hair and he wore glasses and he was in his 30s and he immediately explained that he prefers to walk. He said usually I'll walk or jog everywhere but I'm always aware of where the nearest bus stop is located. He said what I've noticed because he was listening to our conversation is that he noticed also that drivers are late. The drivers may pass bus riders up and there are a lot of mechanical or out-of-service training buses. He said one time a driver did not pay attention to his stop request and had to drop him off a lot further from his request to stop. Another interesting thing he noticed is that the ETA message board's estimated time of arrival are frequently not in service they're inaccurate or damaged. The one lady next to me also commented about the buyer's remorse people have and how everyone at first had high hopes for a new modernized and improved transit accountability operation however everyone soon noticed that the modernized improvements were starting to become inoperable. She asked why have a bus rapid transit system that is broken. Soon we reached the downtown stop near City Hall in downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma area and the students and several transfer passengers exited the already crowded North 700 BRT bus. Because at 43rd Street South Peoria two buses had to combine onto one bus and because of mechanical problems with another bus the trip was not very comfortable. Now that a third of the passengers were about to exit the bus the noise level has decreased and there was more empty seats so many passengers adjusted positions for space security. Before reaching City Hall passengers were standing because of limited seating at the Denver Avenue station hub nearly 98% of the passengers exited the bus. There were only three people on the bus after everyone exited the bus, me the driver and a young homeless man he was African American and he had all of his sleeping bags and commissary supplies in his arms. The homeless man he had an outdoor body odor and unkempt hair with ashy colored dark black skin. His clothes and shoes were tattered and he had an old blue ball cap on. His eyes looked sleepy and his dirty fingernails told me that he was at ease to finally have enough money to board the bus. He said he didn't have much but he was headed to the assist wireless mobile phone company to buy a SIM card for $5. The homeless guy said he had been sleeping outside around people he trusted and a SIM card was stolen from his cell phone. I hesitantly asked respondent number 5 about his experience today as a passenger. He said I usually catch the 700 BRT as it is coming right from the downtown Denver Avenue station right there on 1st Street, but often the drivers don't stop for me. He said he is headed out north because there is a lot of foot traffic and several construction projects that he could sell some meat and groceries that he had stolen from Walmart. He commented that some of the bus stops are out of service because the 700 BRT is a faster route and a lot of the homeless indigent people enjoy the ease of boarding at service stops that arrive frequently so that they could get away from the stores they just robbed quickly. Of the schedule stops responding respondent number 5 noted the convenience of having 700 BRT is why I ride and also the quick pickups reduce foot traffic and travel time back to the housing project intersections which are known by Tulsans, as high crime areas. Once the bus driver made it back to my original arrival destination near McLean High School in North Tulsa, I pulled the stop cord and had no problem safely exiting the bus. Along the non-slip path to the doors there were clearly marked wheelchair entry exit doorways wide enough for wheelchairs, lift gates. Also the driver used air release brakes to park evenly against the curb so didn't have to jump to get off the bus. I said, 
Thank you to the familiar portly light-skinned middle-aged African-American face, frequently driving the north-south 700 BRT route and he responded, have a good day.